2: For 88 days, I have stood before you and said we would work tirelessly to bring Jamie Kloss home. Today, I can report we have done just that.
3: 13-year-old Jamie Kloss was found alive 88 days after a stranger kidnapped her from her Wisconsin home.
4: I was crying and talking and he's like, what is wrong? I go, Jamie's found.
5: It's unbelievable. It is miraculous.
2: Jamie is the hero in this case. There's no question about it, she's the one that helped us break the case. It's amazing the will of that 13-year-old girl to survive and escape.
5: I was finishing my walk right at the end of my driveway and Jamie was coming towards me. She just said, I'm lost, I don't know where I am. I knew she needed help, so I knew I needed to get her out of the cold. I knew I needed to get her to a safe place.
4: The sheriff and the detective showed up and they gave us that news and we cried in happy tears and cried.
2: <laughs> he targeted Jamie. Jake Patterson is a 21-year-old male with no criminal history. Nothing. Is nothing.
6: What questions do you want
2: answered? Why? Why did Mr. Patterson pick Jamie? This was truly a community, a country coming together for one purpose. Solving this is the will of a 13-year-old girl. Solving this case and coming home and saying enough is enough.
5: Think of the positive impact this child has already made on our world. The talk of hope, the talk of love, the talk of faith, the talk of family. Jamie has already made such an impression on this world.
2: My kids got an extra hug last night when I got home.
4: Her Christmas presents are all waiting for her, for me. And her stocking, it's all waiting downstairs.
2: This guy tried to do his best to beat us, and he just didn't.
7: I jumped up and started jumping up and down
8: clinking and bottles clinking and hugs and kisses
4: and what a brave kid. Janie's found. She's safe. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. She's a survivor, yes. She's our little survivor. She's been through a lot.
6: It's been nearly 48 hours since Jamie Kloss stunned the world by escaping the horrors of her captivity here in northern Wisconsin. Real questions remain, but today, the answers began trickling in. We're still in the active uh, stages of the investigation. We're still serving the search warrant. Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald led the nearly three-month investigation into the disappearance of Jamie Kloss from her home in Barron County, Wisconsin. Under arrest is 21-year-old Jake Thomas Patterson, who allegedly murdered Jamie's parents Denise and James Kloss and abducted Jamie, a teenager whose life revolved around ice skating, volleyball, and her dog Molly.
2: It's the will of a 13-year-old girl is what broke this case.
6: It was late Thursday afternoon that Jamie escaped from a rural, isolated home in the town of Gordon, 77 miles north of Jamie's home. Authorities believe Jake Patterson had imprisoned her there, and today, Patterson is in a cell at the Barron County Justice Center. His public defenders call it a tragic situation.
2: The report I got is he was sitting in his cell, uh, looking at the wall all by himself.
6: Patterson is expected to be charged Monday with two counts of homicide and one count of kidnapping.
2: Last night, we were actually able to bring her home to Barron County. Uh, That's been the goal of mine for 88 days, and uh, uh, we got to bring her home.
6: Jamie's ordeal began last October 15th, when a strange 911 call alerted authorities that something was amiss at the Kloss home on Highway 8 in Barron. The 911 call is very inaudible. Um, You
2: can't hear words. You hear yelling or maybe a scream.
6: Do you hear a gunshot on the 911 tape? No, you do not. You hear a lot of movement. You don't hear a lot of words. How long is the 911 tape and how does it end? Uh, 48
2: seconds and it ends by getting hung up. The time from the 911 call until our deputies arrived is less than four minutes.
6: Sheriff Fitzgerald's investigators now believe it was Jake Patterson who used a shotgun to blow through the front door here at the Kloss household before turning the weapon on Jamie's parents.
2: We think this was well planned out. He targeted Jamie. He prepared himself to try to beat the forensics of law enforcement.
6: Sheriff Fitzgerald says Patterson left no fingerprints behind and no obvious clues. And Fitzgerald says Patterson hit his trail so well that originally investigators were convinced the true targets were Jamie's parents.
2: We really keyed on the parents because Jamie was an innocent
6: 13-year-old girl. Denise and James Kloss were supervisors at a local turkey processing plant and detectives suspected a disgruntled worker may have killed them.
2: We actually thought that Denise or James had to be the target. This had to be a revenge or something
6: like that. A rage killing. It turned out that Jake Patterson did have a connection to the turkey plant, but a tenuous one. He worked there exactly one day three years ago. Investigators don't believe it has any relevance, so for now, there remains a giant hole at the heart of this investigation. The link between Jamie and her alleged abductor. Why the heck did this happen? Yeah, the million
2: dollar question. I'd love to know the answer to that.
6: Sheriff Fitzgerald's investigators had already done a forensic sweep of all the Kloss family cell phones and computers and found no connection to Jake Patterson. Authorities are now searching through Patterson's phones and computers and this car he was driving in when arrested. She gave details we understand of the vehicle that Jake Patterson used, which resulted in the car being pulled over, is that true? Yes. Justin Tolomeo is a special agent for the FBI, and Brian O'Keefe runs Wisconsin's Division of Criminal Investigation.
1: This is the nightmare case um, that we all, as parents, family, friends, members, dread. um, That there's a potential of somebody out there who commits acts of violence and takes your children. I don't know that we can
9: Um, ever uh, put reason to evil.
6: Jake Patterson is something of a cipher. He was voted the quietest person in his high school class in his hometown of Gordon. Reportedly, Patterson's parents separated years ago. Authorities say Jake was living in the house alone, and that's where they say they found a shotgun believed to be the murder weapon. Have you been given any details? Was she... Kept in a locked room? Was she bound? Um, Was she properly fed? Did she ever get outdoors? Do you have any details? I I don't think we can get into that right now. Are you talking to neighbors? Um, Would he go to the grocery store? What were his habits? What do you know about this guy?
2: Well, there's not much up in Gordon. A couple gas stations and a couple bars in Gordon, um, if that. So it's a very, very small town.
6: At J & K's Halfway House Bar & Grill, there was a lot of talk about Jake Patterson.
8: Everybody's been talking exclusively about this and nobody knew Jake or his family, which is extremely rare because everybody knows everybody here.
6: Patterson had no job anyone knows of, was never in trouble with the law. And most perplexing for authorities, Patterson has no obvious link to Jamie Kloss. This is a true
2: mystery. We believe the first time they met was the night of the incident.
0: A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24/7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk-free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like simply safe.
10: If you're a fan of 48 hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s, you play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
3: This past Wednesday, January 9th, Jamie Kloss's aunt Jennifer Smith marked the 87th day since her niece went missing on social media. Just like she had done almost daily since that terrible day in October. My heart was shattered.
4: Left a hole in her heart and we just wanted to find her and we, I just had hope that she was alive out there somewhere and we'd get her home. I knew she was close and I never gave up that hope.
3: Waiting at home for Jamie when she did come home would be her beloved dog Molly and unopened Christmas presents.
4: I said these presents are gonna sit right here and wait for Jamie to come home in her stocking. And I have them all laid out downstairs.
3: This is your office? Yeah, this is the hub. Diane Trembley, the Barron School District Superintendent says it's that unrelenting hope that kept her, Jamie's classmates, and the rest of the community going in the face of tragedy. Was there ever a moment you gave up hope? Never. Honestly, hope was always on our side. Barron County Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald.
2: I said I would never give up hope, but it it crossed my mind. But then things like the Christmas tree and Facebook posts and kids at that middle school where she went, singing songs and having hope, and making signs and thanking us for their work. So you can't give up. When a sixth grader says don't give up, you just can't give up.
3: On Thursday, the 88th day of Jamie's disappearance, a woman walking her dog here in Gordon, Wisconsin, had unwittingly proved that all that optimism had
5: not been unfounded. It was just amazing that I was there at the time she needed somebody.
3: Around 4.30 p.m., as Jeanie Nutter and her dog, Henry, reached the end of her driveway, a young girl, described as thin and
5: disheveled, approached her and told her she was Jamie Kloss. All I could say to myself is be calm, keep her calm. She just said, I'm lost, I don't know where I am. She said, I don't know where I am a couple of times. I explained, you're in Gordon, Wisconsin. I said, Jamie, you're really only an hour and a half or so from home if that gives you some perspective. Because she had no idea where she was.
3: There were indications she had been held captive in a nearby cabin and had somehow managed to escape. Jeannie's old instincts as a former social worker kicked into high gear. I knew she needed help
5: and I knew I needed to get her to a safe place and that's just what I did.
3: Peter and Kristen Kasinskis were home with their children when someone came to the door.
8: Then I heard the neighbor knocking on her door and I she opened the door and the dog came in. And then right after the dog came in, she came in with Jamie and said, this is Jamie Kloss, call 911. I mean, it just it blew my mind.
3: Peter and Kristen say they knew immediately that it was really her. Immediately, it was no doubt in my mind, it was 100% her.
8: We've been seeing her for so long, billboards, commercials, all this stuff, and it was like I was seeing a ghost in front of me. So it was was a huge shock.
7: I knew it was real, so I just went to the phone, grabbed the phone, and I was pleading with the person on that line saying, this is not fake, this is real. This is real, she is
8: here.
3: While they waited for the police to arrive, Jamie shared some details of her ordeal. She told us that she was very
7: well hidden. She said that that other people would come to the house, but she would have to be hidden. I don't know how he kept her so under wraps for so long. It just kills me that she was four doors down and we didn't know. Not that we would have ever known or could have ever known, but it just kills me that she was that close. But now
3: that she was safe in their home, the couple tried to offer Jamie whatever comfort they could. We offered her water
8: and something to eat. She said no, and then she was sitting on our couch and she she looked frozen. And I said, are you cold? She said, no. I said, well, I'm going to put this blanket on you. If you don't want it, you can take it off. But she stayed there underneath that until the police arrived.
3: Jamie's aunt, Jennifer Smith, got a call from a reporter that she had heard Jamie had been found.
4: She said, Jen, I think it's
3: true. Jennifer was hesitant to believe it because a similar rumor had circulated online that had not been true. And I said, oh, I just
4: had a false. 20 minutes ago, I can't do another one, please. And then 20 minutes later, the sheriff and the detective showed up at my house, and they were both smiling. So I knew it had to have been something good.
2: That was a pretty great hug, Uh, when you got to tell the aunt she's coming home.
3: Diane Trembley says it was the news they
5: had all been praying for. What a glorious day. This will certainly never be forgotten. It has been 88 days of hope for her safe return. 88 days of prayers for Jamie. It's unbelievable, it is miraculous.
3: Trembly especially marvels at the bravery of this young girl who had
5: often been described as shy and timid. It's hard to speak to because unless you've actually been in her place, is courageous even a big enough word? Extraordinary, courageous, brave. We want to thank Jamie for being so courageous and for achieving an opportunity to find her way back to us. What an extraordinary young lady. After
3: waiting hours to reunite with her niece.
4: Oh, it's driving me crazy. I mean, I just, I just got to see her. I just got to give her that hug.
3: Jennifer Smith was at long last reunited with Jamie yesterday afternoon. Jennifer was finally able to post happy news on Facebook.
4: Everybody's just so happy and excited that she's been found. The whole community has come together. She's loved by everybody and by complete strangers.
3: Jamie Kloss has come home to Barron, but it will be a different life. Jamie's parents are gone, and Jennifer will now have to help raise her sister's child. I will be a stronger person and I will help
4: Jamie guide her and get her through everything. I will do this also for my sister because she will build a rest in peace and I know that's what she would want.
3: There are challenges ahead but the one thing that almost seems certain is that Jamie Claus will have all the support and love she needs. My hope for
4: Jamie is that she will recover and we will get through this together and we will grieve together for her mom and dad. We will get her through this. She's a survivor. Yes, she's our little survivor.
11: The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Don't waste time on apps that don't work. Babbel's conversation-based teaching prepares you for real-life situations.
12: See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.
8: Barron, Wisconsin is on a high. The town can finally exhale after 88 agonizing days of mounting pressure, sleepless nights, and dashed hopes, starting on that terrible October night.
13: I've been doing this for over 20 years, and it's a crime scene like you rarely see. It's gonna take a toll on our people.
8: No one could grasp the cruelty of a double murder and kidnapping of an innocent 13-year-old girl even seasoned investigators were baffled, says Sheriff Chris Fitzgerald.
13: We don't know why, how, um, you know, we don't know who made the 911 call. It's scary,
4: and you don't know what to expect anymore, no matter where you're at.
8: Law enforcement launched a massive search for the five-foot, 100-pound Jamie Kloss.
13: We've searched the school, we've met with her friends, working with anybody that may have any bit of information.
8: That afternoon, authorities issued a statewide Amber Alert.
13: We have a 13-year-old girl who's vanished, and we need to get a hold of her to make sure she's okay.
8: We all have the same goal in mind, and that is to bring Jamie home. The entire community joined in prayer and hope.
6: We will overcome. I'm hoping and
7: praying with God's help in the community that we all rally around each other and help
8: find this girl and bring her home. But it was not looking very hopeful.
13: We don't have any leads at this time.
8: At day's end, Sheriff Fitzgerald sent out an urgent plea for help to the people of Barron.
13: The public should share the photo. Um, they should share our Facebook page. They should share this newscast. Whatever it is, uh, anybody that can get information about where she might be.
8: Slowly, the world began to learn a little bit about the eighth grader who disappeared without a trace, her aunt and godmother, Jennifer Smith. If Jamie is the sweetest little girl, she wouldn't hurt a soul. A sentiment echoed by the school (laughs) superintendent, Diane Tremblay. Jamie wrote
5: on one of her assignments in response to the question, what would you do if you were given a million dollars? She said, feed the hungry and give the rest to the poor.
8: Sheriff Fitzgerald knew Jamie Kloss was in danger. He also knew time was of the essence.
13: Every second counts
8: in this case. Sheriff, have you questioned any people of interest? We follow up on every tip. The sheriff's department joined forces with law enforcement agencies across the country. More than 100 officers combed through neighborhoods and searched for clues. The Barron County Sheriff says they're using infrared technology and drones to help in their search. FBI special agent in charge Justin Tolomeo offered the bureau's full support. The FBI along with our law enforcement
1: partners is committed to finding Jamie quickly and asked for the public's help in making that happen.
8: Over 200 tips came flooding in. Jamie's Amber Alert webpage got 30,000 hits and friends Like Melissa Salmonson organized a prayer vigil. Everyone's feeling very helpless right now. Day four, and still no leads. The sheriff asked for 100 volunteers to search the area. 300 people showed up, and dozens had to be turned away. I got granddaughters and a daughter, so I don't want this stuff to happen anymore. The days wore on with no sign of the missing teenager, no sign of her abductor. I'm terrified. I I, I
3: wanna stay in my home where I know that I'm safe, that I can keep my baby safe.
8: Despite their fears, the people of this close-knit community kept hope alive. Tips kept coming in.
13: We've received over 1,300 tips in our community and from across the nation. We have closed 1,100 of those.
8: The FBI offered a $25,000 reward, an amount later doubled by Jenny O. Turkey, the Kloss' employer. The sheriff called upon more citizens to join in the investigation.
13: We are asking for about 2,000 volunteers to walk specific areas in or around the crime scene to help with our investigation.
8: They came in droves they swarmed the area in line formation through the woods, across the streams, and into the cornfields.
13: I believe she's still alive, I believe she's still out there and the hope is what we're riding on and that's what we're going to go with.
8: But in the middle of all this hope came a solemn reminder of what was lost. Two people who were deeply loved James and Denise Claus, Jamie's mom and dad. Why? Why?
5: They're normal people. Why would you? They don't bother nobody. They don't. They go to work. They go home. They're, they're about their families.
8: As time passed, the leads dried up and the cold reality set in.
9: 18 days into this
8: investigation, still no suspect and no sign of Jamie Claus. Investigators who had set up shop in the command center started leaving town.
13: We were averaging sometimes between 100 to 250 a day. Now we're down to that 25-ish range. So we need to scale back the operation itself from our 24-7 operation.
8: The story slowly slipped from the headlines and life for the most part went back to normal. But the people of Barron never forgot Jamie Kloss. Lord, Jamie's family has been searching for 77 days in great anguish for their loved one. On day 77, people of all ages and walks of life called upon the spirit of Christmas to bring Jamie home. Jamie's uncle, Mike Kloss addressed the crowd.
6: Our families,
12: like you, we just, we just want Jamie home.
8: That wish was about to come true.
9: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from
6: typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom.
1: Terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous.
6: Grill, patio, sunset? Hard to get better than that. Unless you're
12: browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in.
1: As news spread that Jamie Kloss was alive and safe...
5: 88 days of holding on to the faith that our authorities would never give up, and they certainly did not.
1: Almost immediately, thoughts turned to another celebrated case. When we hear that, you know, a Jamie has been found, how wonderful, what another miracle. Ed Smart knows the anguish of waiting for a child to come home. You know, night after night,
6: you just want to wake up, and this is a bad dream, and it's going away.
1: It was 2002 when Ed's 14-year-old daughter, Elizabeth Smart, was snatched from her Utah bedroom. It was one of the most publicized and memorable child abductions.
7: We have not given up on you, Elizabeth. We're gonna
1: find you. It took nine months of searching and sorrow before the Smart family could celebrate Elizabeth's safe return. They took me to this room and when they opened the door and she was there, I just, I couldn't believe it. I, I just couldn't believe it. Elizabeth had been abducted by this man, Brian David Mitchell, whom the Smarts briefly hired to do work in their home. Mitchell and his wife held Elizabeth captive, hiding and disguised. These stories are indelible and while rare, still too frequent for those involved. There was the case of John Paul Getty III, the grandson of oil tycoon J. Paul Getty, who was kidnapped in 1973 at the age of 16. The story was told in the movie All the Money in the World. If I start paying ransoms, I'll have 14 kidnapped grandchildren. Held by the mafia in Italy, his ear was chopped off. Eventually, a ransom was paid, and he was released five months later. Getty has since died.
14: Mom, Dad,
4: I'm okay. I just hope that you'll do what they
14: say, Dad, and just do it quickly. In
1: 1974, 19-year-old newspaper heir Patty Hearst was kidnapped by the California radical terrorist group the Symbionese Liberation Army.
14: I have chosen to stay and
1: fight. A year and a half later, after being involved in a bank robbery, she was found during an FBI raid. Hurst served a two-year prison sentence as questions swirled about whether she had willingly committed violent acts. I am a soldier in the People's Army. Or was brainwashed.
4: I think about, you know, what it was that I had to do in order to survive. It's amazing what people can do to you.
1: Today, she is a wife mother, and grandmother. Another missing child made news in 199111 year old J.C. Dugard was abducted on her way to school in California. She was hidden for nearly two decades by a couple, Philip and Nancy Garrido. Philip Garrido was a registered sex offender. J.C. lived behind a series of fences and tents even giving birth to two children fathered by her abductor in this ramshackle backyard compound. Dugard was found when she was 29 after a parole officer noticed Garrido acting strangely. She now heads a foundation for families in trauma. Just today, she issued a message to Jamie Kloss writing, the road ahead will have many ups and downs. Allow yourself to grieve and move forward.
2: October 6, 2002 was a Sunday. It was about one o'clock in the afternoon. Sean was bored and uh, asked if he could go out to play. He wanted to ride his bike to his friend's house, something that we had let him do, you know, hundreds, maybe thousands of times before. To me, he
0: was just my sweet little boy.
1: The parents of Sean Hornbeck also know the pain of waiting after a child goes missing. Sean was 11 when he vanished in Missouri in 2002. It would take four and a half years before Sean's parents learned what happened. I didn't really know it was behind me. Next, you know, I was in the ditch.
0: That's when he picked me up, tied my hands behind my back and put me
1: in the truck. He had the gun, he had the power. A random stranger a child predator named Mike Devlin abducted Sean.
0: The thing that sticks out the most is he said you were just in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Sean's nightmare came to an end when Devlin kidnapped another boy, this time from a school bus stop. A witness helped law enforcement track down the vehicle Devlin drove, which led them to find both boys at Devlin's apartment. And then, the parents who didn't know if they'd ever see their son again, laid eyes on Sean. And that was just the most wonderful feeling that you could have.
4: And then it was like the waterworks were just on. There, there was no off button on it. It's
1: like a water main broke. Since then, Sean has mostly stayed out of the spotlight. He was last reported to be working in a factory with hopes of obtaining a college degree in criminal law. Of course, it's too soon to know how Jamie Kloss will now move on. Unlike these other cases, her parents will not be there to welcome her home. I think it's going to be hard not having her parents there, but but making the connections she can and finding the love and support from the community. Ed Smart's daughter, Elizabeth, has rebuilt her life. She's now married with children. Speaking with Gail King this past September, Elizabeth Smart said part of her recovery involved letting go.
8: I don't feel that I could have moved
10: forward in my life had I still been holding on to hate and anger inside me
7: because that would still be taking up a percentage of of my soul.
1: And just hours after Jamie was found, Elizabeth had this advice for her.
7: There is no going back to who she was before she was
11: kidnapped. It's not possible. It took me years to realize that I would never go back to being who I was before I was kidnapped. I'd say, you know, start, start looking for your new normal because you, you can't go back to the old normal that's gone.
15: What makes a life a good one?
7: I I couldn't believe it. I remember I was sitting on the couch with my boyfriend and I just like gasped and he was like, what? And I was like, Jamie Closs was found alive. Kimber
0: Biggs felt joy when she heard Jamie Closs had come home and a deep aching pain. When something like this happens, does that give you renewed hope? Um, Somewhat. She has always hoped to see her own sister, Mikkel, walk back in the door. How would you describe Mikkel?
7: Uh, She was perfect. (laughs) She was funny and smart. Mikkel
0: was a sixth grade honor student in Mesa, Arizona, who played clarinet and wanted to be a Disney animator when she grew up.
7: She was amazing to be around.
0: It was the evening of January second, 1999. Kimber, then nine, Mikkel, 11, were outside playing. Mikkel had Kimber's bike as both waited for an ice cream truck.
7: Mikkel was riding my bike, and she was doing big circles, When I said, well, I'm cold, I'm going inside. You know, I crossed the street, and I remember I looked, I saw her riding, still doing big circles in the street, and that was the last time I saw her.
0: When Kimber went back outside, her bike was there, but Mikkel was gone. It took only 90 seconds.
7: The thing that sticks out most in my mind about that day is the bike in the road. You know, it was on its side, the tire was still spinning.
0: What followed was a blur of yellow ribbons in trees, cameras, and investigators questioning the nine-year-old.
7: I mean, it took 30 minutes for a 1,000 people to be looking for her. And there was every news station and multiple police cars and people organizing search parties.
0: Abductions like Mikkel's are rare. Less than 1% of missing children are reported as having been abducted by a stranger. This one immediately was different. From the get-go, it was different. Mesa Police Detective Steve Barry, a patrol officer back then, joined the massive manhunt. No
14: one had seen anything. It, she just simply seemed to be gone without a trace. Police will uh, flood an area when a child is missing because they know that clock is ticking and it's ticking loudly.
0: Local print reporter Jim Walsh covered the story from the beginning and says investigators had very few leads and no
14: physical evidence.
0: No one heard her cry, call out?
14: No, I never heard of anybody actually seeing anything or hearing anything.
7: There's a reason they say Mikkel Biggs vanished into thin air, because it looks like she did.
0: Police questioned everyone in the neighborhood,
14: starting with Mikkel's own father, Darian. To my knowledge, they never named anybody a suspect, but they looked pretty hard at him. I think part of it was his personality. Darian was more of a aloof person. Didn't mean that he didn't feel it inside, you know, but he was just a less demonstrative person.
0: But Darian Biggs was quickly cleared.
7: I was very angry. My heart was broken that my dad had to go through that on top of not having his little girl.
0: Investigators also questioned neighbors, including Dee Blaylock, who lived just two blocks away.
14: They knocked on his door, they spoke to him, they spoke to his wife. His wife gave an alibi to the effect that he was out in the garage watching the Cardinals game.
0: In an interview with a local news station, Blaylock appeared to be a law and order guy.
2: If you're my neighbor, and I see that you're living next to me, and I see something suspicious going on, I guarantee you,
0: I'll be calling 911. He was described as friendly and personable.
14: The police moved on, and they kept looking.
0: And then, on March 14, 2018, about 1,700 miles away, there was a glimmer of hope.
4: I was sitting at my desk one day when I got a phone call from a reporter in
0: Wisconsin. A dollar bill was turned into the Nina, Wisconsin Police by a man who said he found it in a stack of bills collected as payment for Girl Scout cookies. A child's scrawl on it caught his eye.
7: It said, my name is Mikel Biggs, kidnapped from Mesa, I'm alive. Did that
0: give you hope, did you think? Is this possible?
7: It kind of did for a moment. It was, it was hope, but then it also I felt shattered, like, God, if she is alive, what is she going through? But I remember looking at it and the fact that her name was misspelled and the, the handwriting, it just didn't look like her handwriting. To me, it looked like someone trying to write like a child.
0: Why would someone do that?
7: I'm not sure, you know, there's some horrible people out there and I deal with quite a few of them on a regular basis. But what
0: felt like a promising lead quickly turned into another frustrating dead end. In any case, Kimber feels she knows who took her sister nearly two years after Mikkel vanished. And I see something the neighbor who said he knew nothing, Dee Blaylock, was convicted of beating and raping a neighbor. He allegedly made some comments uh, while incarcerated in prison um, tying back to this case. Um, needless to say, that stirred things up again. Blaylock has repeatedly denied any involvement. There is no physical evidence to tie him to the crime.
7: That's what's One of the hardest things about this case, there's nothing to go on. And even though I do kind of feel that D. Blaylock is responsible, you know, that's not good enough. I'm I'm not gonna settle for, I think it's him.
0: January 2nd, 2019, marked 20 years since Mikkel Biggs was last seen. And Kimber is now the mother of a six-year-old son.
7: I'm a helicopter mom. If we're at the park and he goes behind the play structure, I get up so I can see him. I do not let him out of my sight.
0: In just 90 seconds, Kimber Biggs lost her sister and her childhood, and she still wants to know why.
7: I hope that she is alive and well and that we get her back, but you know, then reality kicks in, and then I think, well, then my hopes need to just be that I know who took her and we find her body and give her, you know, the proper burial that she deserves.
5: At Amica Insurance,
9: we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out. To the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots. Trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
12: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
2: we confirmed that was her, you know, my legs started to shake, man. It was, it was awesome.
4: We cried in happy tears and cried.
9: We needed this one.
2: This is the suspect in, currently in the Barron County Jail.
9: In these difficult days, so often laced with despair, we needed a miracle. And the 3,300 proud people of Barren, Wisconsin, never stopped believing, working, praying for one. We
1: have faith.
14: There must be a way to change the
3: world.
4: The whole community has come together. She's loved by everybody.
9: Searching the cold woods and the winding country roads, the question blanketing the town like winter's snow. Where was Jamie Kloss?
3: You see anything of import? We're going to yell, stop. I just knew.
4: My heart kept telling me she was, she was out there and close, and she was coming home matter of time.
9: 88 days of frustration, 88 nights of fear. And then out of the woods came the child, dirty and dazed, hungry. And frightened but alive
4: I am so proud of her she's a survivor yes she's our little survivor
9: Jamie Claus liked jazz dance volleyball ice skating but what she loved were her friends what she loved most were her parents Denise and James two people of faith who worked side by side on a factory floor for 27 years, all to give Jamie a better life. Two people whose final moments make no sense and are too awful to contemplate. The heartbreak and the joy hit hardest for the families of 32,000 children under 18 still listed as missing. For them, the vigil continues. For them, the return of Jamie Kloss alive is a ray of hope. For the rest of us, it's a miracle. One we might not have known how badly we needed.
0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
15: Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. 500, 500 that's audible.com thrill or text thrill to 500, 500
6: a story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true listen to blood is thicker the hargan family killings early and ad-free on wondery plus